100 Days to Freedom program, or Way of Life, offers a structured and holistic approach, tried and tested, that includes spiritual, nutritional, and physical elements, as well as self-denial opportunities to build character and virtue, strengthen the body, heal the soul, nourish the mind, and most of all allows for a reconnection to the spiritual world and especially with God. The program is offered free in digital format accessible at www.deaconpat.net Think of the Fisherman's Net, deaconpat.net And each day a short reflection is shared with a specific theme to be the focus of the day. Today is day 16 and the theme of the day is on temptation and sin. Have you ever wondered why we so easily are tempted, and even the holiest of men and women still sin, even when they try not to? Remember good old St. Paul who expressed his frustration with just this situation? He stated, For what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. That was from Romans chapter 7, verse 15. Isn't this just like us at times? When we are sinning, we often don't understand why we are doing it. And the things we know we should do, we don't do them often enough. And for the things we know we should never do, we still do them from time to time. Why is this so? We have all heard of Adam and Eve and what we Christians call original sin. This is where it all began and our original parents passed something horrible on to us, concupiscence. To understand concupiscence, we must first understand a few things, especially regarding Adam and Eve. God created Adam and Eve and filled them with all the graces and virtue they would ever need, and they experienced a close relationship with God unlike our ability to understand. At the time, there was no sin, no sickness, no suffering, and no death. Living in the Garden of Eden was a monumental utopia. When creating Adam and Eve, God also instilled with them a free will. We all know what happens next. The devil tempted Eve to do what God asked her not to do, and Adam followed along. In that act of defiance, they separated themselves from God and lost their freedom forgetting that it was God and His commands that produced true freedom in their lives. Because of the unity of the human race, everyone is affected by sin of our first parents, just as in turn humanity is restored to the right relationship with God by Jesus Christ. Original sin, as it relates to everyone, is not something we commit, but rather contracted. It is a state rather than an act. It is this original sin that underlies all other sins and causes our natural powers of knowing and loving to be wounded. Because of it, we are subject to ignorance, which makes it difficult for us to know the truth and, for some, even to believe that truth exists. We also endure suffering and death and have a disorder in our appetites and inclination to sin. This inclination is called concupiscence. So what is the main result of original sin? By their sin, 
Adam and Eve, the first man and woman, our original parents, lost their original holiness and justice that they received from God, not only for themselves, but for all human beings. We must understand that sin is not a weakness we can overcome by our own efforts. It is a condition from which we need to be saved. Jesus is our Savior. So now you understand why having a close and personal relationship with Christ is so important. I think most of us would agree that we are not even close to the holiness of St. Paul. Yet St. Paul could not withstand the effects of temptation without God's help. In maddening frustration, he cried out, Miserable one that I am, who will deliver me from this mortal body? That was from Romans 7, chapter 24. It was with this understanding that St. Paul came to understand in his faith that, and he states, Where sin increased, grace overflowed all the more. That was from Romans chapter 12, verse 20. A truth about humanity. No matter how sinful we human beings become, the desire for God never dies while we are on earth. No matter how holy we grow, the sting of evil always gnaws at us from the effects of original sin. So when you feel that there is an inner turmoil battling within you, know that you are normal. You are human. We need Christ to save us from ourselves much of the time, and that is why our prayer lives and the use of the sacraments, especially the sacrament of reconciliation, that's confession for us Catholics, is so important because it keeps our hearts and our souls pure and open for the reception of grace into our lives. Let us pray. Father, I know I have broken your laws, and my sins have separated me from you. I am truly sorry, and now I want to turn away from my past sinful life towards you. Please forgive me, and help me avoid sinning again. I believe that your Son, Jesus Christ, died for my sins, was resurrected from the dead, and is alive. Please send your Holy Spirit to help me obey you and to do your will for the rest of my life. Amen. Take a few minutes and reflect on this uh, reflection, this message <laughs> that was shared with you today. Think about your temptation and the sin that you have in your life. For many of us, we're tempted by the same thing or similar things over and over again, and we fall from God's grace in the same way, often, over and over again. Think about and understand concupiscence and what that is, as it was explained in this meditation, and that how that applies in your life. Understanding concupiscence isn't a reason or a justification to say that I can keep on sinning because it's not my fault. No, it's much deeper than that. That's an understanding of why we do what we do at times, or at least we're tempted to do things that happen in our life. But it's not an excuse to not prepare. So once before I mentioned to you, it's really important for us to think about how we have the tendencies to slip away from God's grace. But then we also need to put an action plan together. We need to be prepared 
we start knowing ourselves in a deeper way as we reflect more on who we are and how we act in this world. So then we can have a plan. So the next time we're tempted in the ways that we're often tempted, we already have a mental recollection of what our plan is going to be. And then we implement that plan at the first temptation. You know, things always start with a thought. Every sin starts with a thought. And then often then will transpire into a physical action. We have to catch it at the very earliest stages of the thought before the action actually happens. And that's where having a plan of action can be really important in our lives. Once I begin thinking in this way, this is what I'm going to do. We replace that negativity, that sinfulness, with something holy and healthy. Think about that a little bit. Think about your life, your temptations, and what your action plan needs to be, and then put it into place. I'm sure you'll have lots of practice. Alrighty, you have a wonderful day, and until we speak again tomorrow, God bless you. I'd like to thank you for listening and also for participating in the 100 Days to Freedom program. Remember the program workbook with instructions, guidance, reflections, and checklists, which are essential to the program, is available at no cost to you via a link on the blog deaconpat.net. Think of the fisherman's net, deaconpat.net. May God continue to reveal himself a little more and more each day, and may you begin to see and feel his presence ever greater in your life. That is my prayer for you. May God bless you and keep you in his loving embrace.